Welcome to Building the Future. I'm your host, Kevin Horick. You can find the show online at buildingthefutureshow.com or follow me on Twitter at Building Show. You can also find it on iTunes, Stitcher, and YouTube. I'm excited to announce that I'm now a brand ambassador for the Business Rock Summit in Manchester, England, April 21st and 22nd, where Steve Wozniak is headlining. More details at business-rocks.com. Welcome back to the show. Today we have Jonathan Cadden, Managing Director, Founder of the Business Rock Summit. Jonathan, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? Thank you for having me on. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. Um, you know, we got some big stuff kind of planned for April 2016, but kind of maybe before we get into that, let's kind of get to know you a little bit better and talk about kind of where you grew up. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, born and raised in <laughs> Ramsbottom, like I like to call the centre of the universe, which is just north of Manchester, England. So a uh, couple of famous football teams from sure. around the region, but um, my football team's the red one. I've lived here pretty much all my life, uh, apart from I took a year out and travelled the world for 365 days. Really? Two, 2002 to 2003, bonfire night to bonfire night, 5th of November to 5th of November. Um, that was pretty cool. Flew straight into New York, down the drove down the coast, went right across America. Stayed in Miami for a week. Swam in a tropical storm in Miami on South Beach. Really? Pink light, pink lightning. Drove across, right across America, down Grand Canyon, down to Mexico, Fiji, Thailand, Cambodia, Laos. Lived in Australia, surfed in Australia, travelled up the coast. Yeah, pretty cool. But um, and then it did a couple of years out in Spain but yeah pretty much for 30 odd years I've just lived in Manchester I love it I love it it's a good country to do, to do business in the United Kingdom it sure. rains a lot but it's a very good country to do business in and you know it's my home I love it no that that's awesome man like I, I'm extremely jealous I, I would love to see the entire world and you know in especially a year you must have like the experiences and the stories you must have are, would be fascinating well there's three diaries in my bedroom drawer, um, three books that I wrote for 300, 365 days and very in-depth, and they would they'd be a, a world bestseller. One day they might get published. So Sure. No, I think pretty, that'd be awesome. Pretty priceless. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Got some crazy, crazy stories in them. Sure. No, that's awesome. So uh, I'm kind of curious then, what did you kind of take in, in post-secondary? Uh, you mean education? Yeah. So I left school and I went to college, to Berry College, and I did uh, media studies, uh, English, A-level English and media studies. I got a terrible grade at uh, A-level English, but I loved media studies. Uh, kind of, it's really weird. I, I, this only just dawned on me the other day um, that in media studies, we was introduced to uh, doing graphic design and stuff. And our teacher at the time, tutor teacher, gave us a project for one of our, um, one of our like um, dissertate, one of our modules. And I've just realized that one of the, one of the subjects that the, the, the project was around was, it was based on, I don't know whether it was hypothetical or whether it was real in America, uh, a festival called Lollapalooza. Yeah, and yeah. We, we had to design, and this has gone out of my memory for, for years, and we had to actually design my, my my posters were absolutely rubbish. I got a distinction, but the graphic the graphic design skills was terrible. Um, but <laughs> we had to design like a full um, like a presentation on this module on this festival called Lollapalooza, and then it's completely gone out of my brain for years and years, like years. And then I've just realised I'm now in the middle of designing an international tech and um, investment and music co uh, conference in the in the mould of an American one, and. Uh, and that's what I did at college. It's really weird. And it just dawned on me the other day. I was like, oh my God, how things 
come full circle, maybe subconsciously it was always meant to be. Sure. No, that's awesome. I, I think it's interesting because I've heard a few people over the years that when they're in school, they design posters for Lollapalooza because it's kind of like one of those international music festivals that kind of travels the globe and, and it's always kind of had really, really cool artwork. Yeah, mad. Um, and it just was completely put out of my memory for so long. Um, but so, yeah, I did uh, we did uh, like graphic design, uh, media studies and then so it's always been a passion really that's that's flown through my through my veins and then um i went on to do graphic design and web design for a local newspaper and then i went traveling um come back and uh i got my old job back at the uh, at the same newspaper like 365 days later i was actually in bangkok and my managing director actually emailed me three days before i was due to come home and offered me my old job back and uh, so i was like literally two Two days after coming back from traveling, been partying like every night um, <laughs> on beaches and God knows where around the world. And then suddenly I get back and I'm sat at the same Apple Mac in this, looking out the same window in the dark at like five o'clock, 5 p.m. at night. It's dark, it's raining, it's November. And every, everyone said, Oh, it's good to see you back. Did you have a good time? And I was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then two minutes later, everyone's back to work and I'm sat at this same computer just thinking oh my god did he even go traveling so then i just had to i had to i had to change industries i had to uh i had to move into sales and, and earn more cash really so that was that was the, the catalyst for the move in that was in 2004 okay so where so you went went into sales and, and what was that what, what company yeah so I, I stumbled into recruitment i didn't even know it sounds really stupid i didn't even know it was an industry recruitment um and I, uh, I found out about this guy that was doing £18,000 commission a month. Oh, wow. Uh, in, yeah, in IT recruitment. I was like, oh, my God, what's that? So I kind of like went for loads of interviews with my Apple Mac laptop saying I kind of um, spun the story a little bit. I was This was kind of true and kind of not. I was designing websites for, for people on a freelance basis, not very good ones, um, but they was kind of like my friends. So I was going into their place of work and designing websites. But when I was in the interviews, I was saying like, uh, no, I'm going, I was, this is what I do. I'm going out selling websites. That's what I do. I'm a sales guy. I sell the websites, blah, blah, blah. I was okay. saying like, you've got, you've got no skills in, in sales. You've got no skills in recruitment. So I got, I got rejected from loads of big agencies in Manchester. And then um, on about my fifth interview, met this guy and there was just him um, sat in this tiny little office and he had one other guy working for him. And he was a really experienced recruiter, but he was starting out on his own. Uh, and I just basically looked him in the eye and said, look, give me the job and I will sell more than anyone you've ever had in, in your business before. And he's like, I don't know, you've got no experience. I said, give me a challenge and I, and I will take it. I'll take it, you know, grab the bull by the horns. So he was like, right, I'll give you a challenge. So he just threw these these pieces, like a hundred, a big stack of printed out yellow pages on, on my desk. Give me a phone. And he said, right, 120 cold calls a day or else you're sacked. I was like, what? Uh, what about the training? He goes, your training's in front of you. It's a phone. Pick it up. Dial 120 calls. <laughs> calls a day she sacked i was like uh i don't even know anything about recruitment i was like okay so i was like just smashing through these phone calls and i thought okay i'll show you how it's done so i literally i was taking great pleasure in just like chalking all these chalking all the calls up bang 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 bang, bang going through them and then i broke all the records for him i remember um it was like i pulled my first job which was an it support executive in a gaming company in cheshire and uh, it was like one Friday afternoon and I was done about 90 calls and it, I was like, just like, it was a week in, it was my first week. So I didn't really know what I was going on about, but I was just smashing these calls out. 
and by chance the man the, all the team was out and the managing director of a games a game development company in cheshire answered the phone and i started shaking and he's going take got, got my pen he's like yes it's the managing director i'm going oh hi it's johnny from whatever the recruitment company was called and um, blah 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 and he's going like what is this your first is, is this your first day in the job or something i was going uh no but really i was shaking while i was writing the brief and it but it was a, a great baptism of fire pulled the job and uh, filled the job within three weeks broke all the records and then just as a junior recruiter i enabled him to scale his business up to 13 people off the back of my billings i was a top top biller for a, a year and then I, ironically i billed eighteen thousand pound commission uh, just about a year in and then my mum's fiance said, "You just build eighteen thousand pounds commission, and you're getting paid three grand." And he's like, mm, "Why don't you just do it for yourself?" So I rang the bank up and I told, I told a little porky. I said, I'm, "I'm buying a car. I want to borrow eight grand." So after a year in recruitment as a junior, no experience as a manager or anything else, I got an eight thousand pound loan for a car, set up in my back bedroom, and that was fluid recruitment was born then. Um, and then I in it, that in, I scaled that up to 23 people at its peak, 2014. Um, so I had no skills as an MD. And on that journey, uh, I realized I started consuming books on entrepreneurialism, like Rich Branson, James Kahn, Dragon's Den, uh, on all about the leading Warren Buffett, all about the leading entrepreneurs in, in the world. And it was all about I got consumed by the on the journey of the entrepreneur, and then being in technology recruitment for the last 10 years like recruiting for for, for roles the managing director of ebay germany and on 16 billion dollar p l and just going into um like sony sony entertainment and headhunting the vice president um of sony and pulling him out and getting him interviews at big places across europe and stuff um and all um, in the meantime studying these books on the best entrepreneurs it was all about seeing this this hyper growth of software businesses and digital technology so i got consumed by it and that's where i decided to combine my love of um dj sets live acoustic performances cool bands with the entrepreneurial mindset the entrepreneurial journey that that, that mentoring that giving back the, the the next generation of technology entrepreneurs and in the middle of all that i started attending these um these business and tech conferences in the uk and at first it was okay because i was i was not a very good md i didn't have any I didn't have any management experience, even though I had a, a, I was running a company. I still wasn't a very good MD because I jumped from junior recruiter to MD. I was a very good recruiter, but as an MD, I was lacking skills. So I started going to these tech and digital and events um, to to fill plug that skills gap. But it was okay at first, but then I realised actually they're dull, they're outdated, they're boring, um, and I can do something a lot, a lot better. So hence, uh, Business Rocks was born. And it combines music, tech, entrepreneurialism, investment, digital, giving back, inspiring the next generation and plugging that digital skills gap. So it combines all my loves in, in one place. And it's going to be like my focus is to make it an, an experience, a total cool, unmissable experience as opposed to just a dull event that is just corporate and gray suit. That is exactly what it's not going to be. No, I, I, I love it, dude. I, I, I love it. I love it. I love it. Like that, the thing that, that appealed to me about the, con the, the conference, uh, is the fact that you're, you're also bringing kind of my three passions together. You know, I, I love music, I, especially live music. Um, you know, obviously I love technology. That's what I do for a living. And, uh, you know, getting investment is always, uh, not a terrible thing. So, uh, definitely brings the, the, the cool things kind of about it. Um, so I'm kind of curious then, um, I guess, 
maybe we should just say that I'm going to be, you know, in Manchester covering the event, interviewing people there and and a handful of other things. And so we're kind of partnering on that and I'm I'm super super excited to to actually get over to Europe. I've I've never actually yeah. been and it's going to be my first time and you know, I'm going to take some days after after the show and kind of tour around a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, like I I'm super pumped to be a, a part of it and a brand ambassador for uh the summit. It's going to be cool. And and that's that's the other thing that, that aside from the, the the first couple of things that it brings together, it's picture framed in Manchester, you know, it's showcased in Manchester, which is my home city. So the, um, we've taken elements of some of the best events around the world and we're doing the After Dark series, which is on Wednesday night, Thursday night and Friday night as the conference runs. And we're going to take you, you in particular, and all the other guests and delegates and, and visitors, we're going to take them to a different zone in the city every night. So That's awesome. for the first night is Spinning Field, which is the new funky uh, financial district and then we're going to the the bohemian um cultural northern quarter and then we're on the at the side of the canals obviously manchester's heritage is the canals and the shipping from years gone by um and we're going to be on a pub crawl down on the canals and then there's going to be like um branded sponsored by big tech companies like night night events uh, after dark events where there's going to be decks on free beer in some of the some of the venues and you, can, you don't know who you're going to bump into. You know, we've got some really major people coming over from America, Asia, all over the world. So you, you just don't know who you're going to bump into. And that's what it's all about. It's about the collisions. It's about the, those extra special networking moments where companies merge, people get new jobs and great things happen. Sure. No, I, I think it's awesome. And I think the other thing that um, is worth mentioning that uh, Steve Wozniak is going to be your keynote speaker. Yes, he is. There was. Uh, when I started this thing out, uh, I started it literally two days after my baby daughter was born, um, Dottie May. That, but that's like 18 months ago. Oh, sure. Um, Congrats. Now... You're a new dad, too, because our daughter is just 13 months, so I'm uh, wow, a little bit behind you. Same. Yeah, not too <laughs> far off. It just gets, you just start getting cheeky now. She's literally... She's learned the word no, 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 no. <laughs> Everything is like, and she's getting so cheeky. And then we've got um, a boy, a little baby boy. He's he's going to be born in March, um, March the seventh. So he's due just before the event. We must be absolutely crazy. We're going to call him Jax, J A X X. Nice. Well, congrats, man. That's awesome. It's pretty cool, yeah. So the event's got to be absolutely. It's got to fly. It's got to be. It's, everything's got to be cool. So. <laughs> Nothing like a little bit of pressure, is there, to uh, to make everything tick along a little bit um, with a little bit more excitement. Sure. So maybe let's kind of cover a little bit more about kind of who should attend the conference and, and kind of the angles and the types of people that should should come. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be quite a diverse mix of people. So I would say um, there's going to be a big developer angle. We've got a developer stage. So that, you know, that's going to be a big focus. So anyone who's interested in fintech, virtual reality, gaming, um, all kinds of different startup, B2B, B2C, SaaS products. Um, and then you're going to have, obviously, like your CIOs, your, your high-level um, technology leaders. And then we're going to be bringing some of the biggest uh, technology VC investors from London. We've got um, Forbes magazine contributors, Mary Newlands flying in from um, Silicon Valley. Uh, we've got leaders flying in from Vegas, people who are designing international tech clusters in Vegas. So we've got um, Mark Rowland who reports straight into Tony Shea over in Downtown Project Ventures. Um, we've got some amazing people. So it's going to be a mix of anyone from a student right up to, you know, the co-founder of Apple or billionaire.priceline.com um, founder, Jeff Hoffman, who 
gave me a high five uh, when I came off stage in, in at uh, Life is Beautiful conference in Vegas. And then after that, he decided that he was going to come and speak in Manchester because he just loved what we were doing. So it's pretty infectious, this event, and it's not your normal event. There's nothing normal about it. Um, so it's not going to be an event. It's going to be an experience. Uh, that's what we're focusing on. Sure. So how does kind of the music part play in? Is it just kind of at night throughout the day or? It's 24 seven. Um, so when you walk through the door, instead of just having stood there in your gray suit, waiting for your, waiting for your ticket, there's going to be DJ decks on um, from the, the second the festival starts to the second the festival closes. So we're going to get a different DJ every hour from the digital and technology world community. So if there's anyone out there who wants to come to Manchester and DJ, give me a shout, just email me. We're going to have reggae, house, soul, funk. So we've got like the president of one of the charities that we donate some of the profits to, Forever Manchester. Um, Phil Jones is the president of uh, managing director of Brother UK. Um, he's going to be doing a, a soul set. And then we've got people doing, someone from the university doing a reggae set. And we've got um, Tech North, which is the government's initiative. Um, one of the guys there is, is an ex-international house DJ. So he's going to do a Really? How set? Yeah, so awesome. it's just going to be. An, I'm not. I'm not saying it's going to be a rave, but what I'm saying <laughs> is there's going to be a nice vibe to the event. Um, but like when Woz is on, um, it's going to be quiet, you know. Sure. But there'll still be decks on in another room because um, you're going to get that Manchester vibe. We're going to give you the Manchester, the full Manchester musical um, flavor, basically. Um, but when Woz arrives um, through the door at half past one on the Thursday all stages are shut down and we're going to have um, someone doing live acoustic performance on the headline stage. I'm trying to get hold of the lead singer of the biggest ever band ever to come out of Manchester and my favorite band ever. Um, a certain Manchester city fan. Sure. Um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get hold of a certain Noel Gallagher, but you know, he's, he's not easy to get hold of, but I would, you know, he wants to represent the city as well. Um, so we're, we're in talks with both football clubs as well. We're, we're about to announce one of the football clubs um, really? as one of our sponsors. The other one we'll be following as well. And we will be getting speakers, representatives in some kind of um, vein from, from both clubs, I would imagine. Um, I, I put a public speaking request out with Sir Alex Ferguson, but he's out of the country this April. Um, but I've spoke to his uh, I've been in contact with his son and it looks like we're going to get him for 2017 if he's if he's available i've got to reach out to him um similar time next year so we're already forward planning for for, for the year after and the year after that because we want to be the biggest tech conference in europe within five years sure no i i think that's awesome and i i think it's totally doable and you're right you do kind of have to plan these things even a couple of years out just mm. just based on how how busy some people are right I mean, if you look at the Web Summit, um, I just flew out to the Web Summit uh, two weeks ago. Uh, Paddy's conference is, is absolutely amazing. Uh, when I found, I was happy to compete head to head with the Web Summit, um, but then I found out that they was going to Portugal uh, for 2016. It was like all my Christmases had come at once. So I jumped on a plane with 2,000 flyers and 500 business cards and literally pitched every single business in there. Um, so I, I think that we've got a really good opportunity in Manchester because. We are two hours from London, um, so we can bring London to Manchester. We've also got the brand new billion pound investment into the air links to China from Manchester and the new airport city with all the Chinese investment coming in. Uh, we've got a lot of um, Arabic investment. We've, we've got a, a lot of things going on for the city and we've got new air links into America. So 
I think we're poised. We want to be the gateway for inward investment into Europe, uh, into the UK, certainly. Um, and then Europe next, I think. I think Manchester's got all the infrastructure. And added to that as well, we've got uh, Media City. We've got the biggest content, for, some of the biggest media content producers in the world, like the BBC, ITV, Sky and Virgin Media. Uh, there's a very, very, very good chance that all those will be involved in this event as well so we're in we've been talking to them for months and we're <clears throat> very far down the line with with a lot of them that's so awesome quite, man i'm pretty I'm, cool yeah I'm, I'm super super excited like when when you and i talked a, a month or so ago i was you know very very pumped about what you're doing and, and to be a part of it, it it's i'm really looking forward to it i can't stress that enough so so maybe let's cut, talk about kind of when when and where exactly is it and how can people kind of go about uh, getting tickets? Yeah, so it is um, it's April 21st, 22nd, um, 2016. Um, the, the show starts actually the day before I'm going down to London and we're going to ring the bell at 8 a.m. and we're going to open the London Stock Exchange. Oh, in wicked. The in, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, never in my wildest imaginations would I have imagined that we could have got Steve Wozniak and um, opened the London Stock Exchange when we just started out as a little startup with just me. Um, it's it's crazy how far this thing has come, but it's it's been it's been the best and it's been the hardest best journey of the last eighteen months. Everything I learned in business in the last ten years, what I've learned about Manchester, about politics, about how the world works, and technology investment and doors that I never even knew existed or are now open. In the last 18 months, I've learned twice as much as I learned in the last 10 years about everything, even about Manchester, the city that I've grown up in for 35 years. I actually knew nothing about it compared to what I know now about how the city works and who's here and its, and its infrastructure and its future plans and stuff. So it's been an absolute roller coaster. I'm waffling on, aren't I? Um, the, the question was... No, it's good, man. It's good. <laughs> It's 21st, 22nd of April, 2016. Yeah. Okay. And then it's uh, business-rocks.com. And you can... that's the one. Yeah. That's, you can get the tickets there. We're also, we're going on Kickstarter um, probably in about seven days. We're doing a, we're going to do a, we're doing a promotion on Kickstarter for the next thousand tickets. Not yet. It's not live just yet. Tickets are live right now today. Um, but we're going to go on Kickstarter because we're going to do a co-promotion with one of our major sponsors, one of the, a major global broadcaster. Uh, we're going to do an exclusive virtual reality. Um, so on the headline stage where the was will be, we're gonna, we've got a thousand seats. And what we're going to do is a thousand tickets. We're going to sell with T-shirts uh, and a chance to meet the was and get your, uh, get your T-shirt signed. Um, we're going to have virtual reality headsets for a thousand people and they're going to be on the headline stage and they're going to watch an exclusive uh, virtual reality um, video screening message, um, which none of the other delegates are going to get. But that's going on Kickstarter in seven days and it's going to be pretty cool. It's going to be like a unique experience just for those people that have invested early and supported the cause. So it's quite exciting and you know, really in keeping with the theme of the cutting edge tech conference. Quite exciting. Yeah, no, I, I think that's awesome. And I, I think we could air the show around when that uh, Kickstarter campaign actually happens. Cool. So, so people, and I'll post that in the show notes as well. So people can, you know, go to the website and check that out. Awesome. Yeah. And no, if, if the founder of Kickstarter is listening now, it would be double awesome if we could do the Kickstarter promotion, absolutely smash it. And then we could get the founder of Kickstarter flying in from New York and speaking on the stage. That would be pretty cool as well. 
That would be really cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, we could. Have you reached out to him at all? I emailed him today, actually, but I don't know whether it was his email address or whether it's. I, I think it might be his email address, um, oh, and I'm okay. hoping it is because it's not bounced. So, see. Um, you, you know what I love about you is the hustle. You've been hustling since basically the day you, you got into this stuff, right? Like, I, I think, but I think that's super important to, that people, you know, don't always um, think about, right? It, that you're, like you said, 18 months ago, you were like in a completely different place and you hustled your way. You, you learned some things, you accomplished some, some huge things that you probably never thought were attainable maybe a decade ago. Right? No, 100%. Yes, it's been amazing. And you got to do it. You got to ask the question. In simple terms, what my dad's always said is, if you don't ask, you don't get. Totally. That's how simple it is. Have you heard of a guy called Christopher Kai? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've just been Facebooking him. And we've, really? We've, chat- we've chatted a couple of times. He's going to be announced as a speaker very soon. We're just um, sorting a couple of things out. He just he just WhatsApp me some pictures. He's in Miami at the minute. He's been with Alicia Keys and uh, Lenny Kravitz. Um, but he's uh, he's like, God, man, you're a hustler. I want to be your man on the street in America. And I was like, you're just amazing, you know. And he's, he's, he's really cool. So watch this space. I think Christopher, you think Christopher Kai will be. Well, he's the guy when I just said to you, do you want me to get you some people to, to interview? Yes, I would he's love to. Guys. Yeah, so I'm, uh, we're, we're working on a couple of, there's a couple of big announcements. There's loads of big announcements on the horizon. Um, but Christopher will be one of those announcements. Sure, that's awesome. And, and, and I think... That's the other thing. If anybody's attending and you want to be recorded uh, at the event, reach out to myself as well because I think it's going to be awesome. I'll be recording people before, at, and and I'm sure I'll meet tons of people there that I can record after as well. So And during you know, the night events, get some recording done as well. Yeah. There's some fun and games there. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> Yeah, and um, I'm hoping, and I'm 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 not a hundred percent sure if I can do it, but I signed a TV deal in the states for uh, the show's gonna get uh, TV, and I'm wondering wow. if I can maybe record some TV uh, a season at the conference. I I have to work out the uh, logistics of that, but that might be something that uh, if I don't do it this year, I'm hoping for sure to do it next year. I think if if you need a reason for your producers to sign that off. This is this is like very very secret and not even this is like even though I'm saying it on a radio show <laughs> today I've just put together fifty percent of uh, a world leader summit so halfway through well on the Thursday at four p.m. twenty of the international speakers will be going away to a, a rooftop room overlooking Manchester with major a couple of major broadcasters and we're going to do a world leaders invite only round table really we're going to we're going to produce five agendas that we're going to take to world government and say this is the future of tech one two three four five this is what we think blah 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 and there's some very well you know some of the names that are going to be around that table sure uh, and there's we've just teamed up with um the world world science aid which is a brand new international tech charity and the world nano foundation and uh, our new board advisor, Paul Stannard, he's putting together his 50% of the, um, he's putting together 10 world leaders and I've got a list of 10 already. So if your producers need a reason to sign off on an element of the show, uh, filming that wouldn't be, uh, wouldn't be uh, a bad shout. No, I, yeah, that sounds awesome. Um, yeah, let's, let's maybe talk offline about that a little bit more. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely curious about that for sure. But there's more. There's there's a lot more. That's you know we're we're working on a lot of stuff. So yeah, sure. it's pretty exciting. No, I I love it, dude. I I love it. But um, I'm kind of curious then. 
Um, what is your what is tech cluster? Tech cluster. So um, we give a percentage of our ticket uh, profits to charity. Uh, the the charity that we chose for the launch event, the small launch event that we did this year, was uh, Forever Manchester because we want to get deep into the roots of the community and give back. So I was at one of the uh, monthly networking events uh, in a bar just waiting to go downstairs because the, the the venue wasn't ready. And I was pitched into this guy at the bar going, blah, 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 blah. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. And, uh, and now he's a, he's a good friend of mine. Um, but he, I didn't know him six months ago. And um, his mate was stood next to me at the bar and he overheard my pitch. And he's not even technical, this guy, but he just went, yeah, mate, go and tell that story to my mate over there with a blue T-shirt and in a proper mank accent. So I went over and I pitched him and he actually designs um uh, social platforms basically like platforms for similar to linkedin that's what he his business did, does so um he said i'll do you i'll do you one for business rocks and i said mm, i don't really want to do that i don't want to mix the brands so i went away uh, and i was washing the dishes about three days later at home after our evening meal and I just came up with Tech Cluster. So it's going to be an app that's going to map the world's tech, creative and investment communities um, via iBeacon technology and GPS. And it's, it's a really cool alternative to LinkedIn, but it's specifically for the tech, creative and investment community. And it's all about mentoring, giving back, getting funding for your business. Uh, it's going to be pretty cool. So we're just going through VC funding for that now. We're hoping to have it live for the event and to use it to break the world record hackathon um, during the event, the Guinness World Record. Um, but VC funding is a funny old, uh, funny old thing, and we're just trying to get the cash together right now. We're in, we're in talks with investors in London, as you know, uh, day in day out. So um, we've got the quote, we've got the we've got the plan. It's all spec'd out. We've got like a thirty-two page. Um, tech spec design and it's really funky really sexy piece of software um and it's going to map the entire world's tech creative and investment community so that's that that's awesome actually i i might have a guy that's in uh actually uh just outside of london that could maybe help you with some investment i'll, I'll put you in touch with him after the show sounds cool yeah no like that would be awesome because i'm planning on meeting up with him um just kind of after after the conference if he doesn't come to the conference but yeah I'm, that's that's exciting. So you're working on, on so much stuff. How do you find time to kind of balance, you know, everything and, you know, a family life and, and whatnot? Any kind of tips or anything out there for people? Uh, um, probably not the best guy to give tips on that at the minute. Sure. Um, it's a pretty crazy time because obviously we're, we're – we're, get, we're raising funds for the event. Um, we've got a massive, huge sponsorship target to hit. We're just about to launch um, a global um, startup international pitch battle competition. So we're going to have thousands of startups um, applying and we're just bringing together major global corporate brands to have like two stages and constant pitches, 100 startups pitching, pitching, pitching. Uh, to get down to the final four for the Friday, to get awarded on stage, the winner broadcast around the world live, um, top three get prizes, and we're putting together a massive prize package now. So, my life and the event, um, the event has pretty much consumed me for the last uh, eighteen months. So, um, yeah, it's, it's 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 tough to balance uh, family, but I'm having you know I'm having a family night tonight. Um, yeah, I'm working hard, very 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 hard, but. Um, I don't know. This is this is my calling in life, and 
um, this is just, you know, I've got to do it. I'm in deep now, very deep. (laughs) Yeah, no no turning back now. (laughs) (laughs) But it's good, you know, it's been, it's it's an inspirational, amazing, totally amazing journey. And um, Paul Stannard, who's just come on board as a board advisor, who's the um, chairman of the World Nano Foundation, chairman of the um, the World um, Science um, Charity. God, my, my head's going, it's been a long day. He says, like, you know, he's been inspired by meeting me and he, he does major, major global deals. Um, but he's he's given us his time and he's coming on board with us and he's he's going to help mentor us and help take us to that next level because he's launched loads of, loads of events. And he's like, you got to experience the pain to understand the gain. Totally. To appreciate the gain. And he's right. You know, nothing that's worth having in this life is going to be easy. How good is it going to be having a round table with Steve Wozniak, you know, did I ever, 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 ever in my wildest imaginations imagine that I could achieve that? And, you know, it's it's like, it's it's insane. Um, the founder of the best, biggest, ever, coolest, amazing tech company is coming to my home city and because I've invited him and inspired him. So, you know, I'm privileged, really. So that's why I'm working as hard as I possibly can, harder than is human, really. It's not working very hard but you know it's coming off some of the biggest vmware reached out to us the other day you know we're talking to microsoft talking to everybody you can possibly think of he's getting excited about this project and um we're on the verge of a tidal wave of announcements so it's pretty exciting no no that's awesome i i I love i love the passion and i love the the hustle and i i love the idea that you're kind of just doing it yourself you know and you found a, a hole in the market and you're like this is this is how it's got to be done and i'm gonna just do it and you know and i i love it i love it's it it's so against much. everything that should happen really it should i shouldn't be really i shouldn't really be here it shouldn't really be happening there was there was no space for it well there was a space for it in manchester but nobody had the balls to or the audacity to try and pull it off because it is quite a crazy thing that we're putting together but and some of the big corporates can't really get their head around it at the minute um, because there's a lot of spinning plates. And really, this is happening at a tech festival all day, DJ sets. Are you sure? Uh, yeah, uh, this is how it's going to be. You know, and when they actually see how it flows, it's going to be like a Glastonbury of tech festivals. It's going to be cool. Mini South by Southwest. Sure. Uh, did you ever go to South by Southwest? <laughs> I haven't yet, and so I'm bad for saying that, really. But you know, it's it's an iconic event that I look sure. up to, and I have studied it. Um, but I haven't been. I've been to many places in the world and been to many festivals. Most of them dance events and sure. Prop. But yeah, I went to um, Life Is Tony Shea's Life Is Beautiful festival and announced he wasn't at live on stage this year in uh, downtown Vegas, and that was absolutely brilliant. And That's I awesome. I think we'll be going back next year because we've got good relations. Well, we've got two people flying out from downtown, Mark Rowland and Heather Wilde. Oh, nice. Was, Heather was working for NASA when she was 16, and then she was the CTO of Evernote, deployed it globally. Uh, she's amazing. She's flying in to speak. And Mark Rowland, he's a project actualizer in downtown Project Ventures. He's an amazing person. Um, he's flying in as well. He reports into Tony Shea. Um, so we've got some cool people coming and I'll, I'll spin you those guys to get an interview with and they'll, they'll blow you away. They're amazing people. Yeah, no, that's awesome, dude. I, I'm excited about this whole thing. And it's interesting because I actually, I have been to South by Southwest. And so it, it was a blast as well. We had a, we had a really good time and it was pretty fun. So I, I'm just, I'm super excited about the event and, and whatnot. So maybe let's kind of cover a little bit where, um, 
people can kind of, again, find the event online and, and maybe yourself online and, and some of the other ventures? Yeah, so uh, I'm on LinkedIn. I've got quite a good following on there. I've put a lot of effort into that. So you'll get me on there, J-O-N-N-Y-C-A-D-D-E-N. You'll get me on there. And then the website is business-rocks.com. Uh, you'll get all, there's a ton of information on there. Uh, we're just filming a video next week for the uh, Kickstarter campaign, and then we'll be on, probably on Kickstarter, hopefully by next Friday, but you'll hear a lot about that. Um, and we're also on Facebook. Um, Twitter is Business Rocks UK, at Business Rocks UK. We'd love some followers on there. We've got quite, I've been building that for like the last 18 months. I think we're up to about 3,500 now, but that's without any, any investment. Um, that's just me self-building that um day and night um yeah that's where we're at so you'll find us all over there sure and and when like you do you think so tech uh cluster will launch at, at uh business rocks or hopefully 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 we wanted to be slightly further along with it than it is but we've got uh, a big agency that is world renowned and that's got a lot of um a lot of experience under the belt. They've got a lot of resources and they've done one of the best tech specs I've ever seen in my life. Um, so soon we've, we've signed an exclusivity agreement with a VC company in London. So we're two weeks into that now. So the guys, the directors are just flying back from Asia uh, this weekend. So they should have a big update for us. Apparently they've got a Chinese investor, which might take the lot for tech cluster. So tech cluster is available to invest in today. Um, and it's going to be quite, it could be a game changer, you know, sure. rival Twitter to LinkedIn. So it's going to be good. Um, yeah. So are you, are you going to do like a, a closed beta or, or anything or, or no? Um, not sure. hundred percent yet. Um, not hundred percent sure. We've got a pretty good, we've got a pretty cool idea for round two on the, on the, um, instead of going to a, a phase two VC raise, we might, because we want it to be for the tech community by the tech community we might re release um 10 in shares and let everybody get a gamification icon if they buy ten dollars or ten pounds worth of shares um, they become a co-founder and they get a little co-founder icon and then we release the code and we can all develop the the, the platform to be a monster a self-developing monster that is owned by the tech community and it's for the tech community as a resource and as a it is they own it it's it's ours that's so. interesting so almost like an open source or like a new twist on kind of the open source concept well we're exploring it but we've got to get it built first but we've, we've put a lot we've put six months eight months planning into it so sure just got to get the, the the initial vc fund which should be coming soon um so yeah it's pretty pretty exciting yeah no i i, I love it um Sadly, we're out of time, but... Uh, Let me hit you with one last thing. So yes, what we need sure, is sure. we need universities from all over the world because we're going to stream the conference, the, the footage from the headline stage. We're going to stream it around the world uh, and we want universities and open spaces and meetup groups all around the world to log in and watch the conference and spread the education, spread the knowledge transfer. But also we're going to try and break the world record for the biggest ever global hackathon. So we've got a tech for good theme, which is a charity theme, which we're going to do. And we're going to build like Android iOS apps and we're going to get as many people as possible designing software around the world at the same time, all upload the code, and then we're going to break the world record together. So just that's keep awesome. That in mind and follow us. Yeah, no, I, I think that's that's a great way to end the show. 
But cool. uh, but Johnny, thanks again for uh, doing this. I, I look forward to having you on the show again in the new year and uh, meeting you in person in April. Yeah, it's been a blast. I appreciate it. Thanks very much for your time. All right, man. Well, you have a See good you, Friday everybody. night, and we'll uh, will do. We'll, we'll talk. I'll get soon. back to my red wine. Take it easy. <laughs> All right. Have later. a good one. Bye bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can visit past shows at buildingthefutureshow.com. If you're going to the Startup Expo on February 16th and 17th in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and want to record an episode, please contact me. The music for the show is by Electric Mantra. Check him out at electricmantra.com. Until next time, keep building the future.